So just like your brand matters, so does your podcast brand to help make your podcast binge worthy. I'm chatting with brand strategist and host to the Brand Theory Podcast, Danielle Marchese. She's going to share tips on branding your podcast, how to go about a brand refresh for your podcast, and above else, share implementable tips on building a binge-worthy brand and podcast. Love this episode. Howdy. Welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's take a listen to our chat. Hey guys, I'm here with Danielle Marchese. She is a brand specialist and consultant and a podcast host, the Brand Theory Podcast, which I was honored enough to be on. It was so much fun. We had such a good chat and she's such a cool girl and she's crushing it on Instagram. Um, So I'm like, Danielle, you have to come on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, of course. What are we doing? Yeah. I know. And I do like, I love branding because I love the creative aspect, the colors, the meaning, the messaging, like I love all that stuff. Um, But what struck me with you is that you actually have a unique perspective on branding to me and the way you define it. I thought, Oh, that's smart. Like, yeah, I've never heard that before. So why don't you, why don't we start there and you can share how you define brand or branding. Yeah, for sure. I feel like any brand consultant or specialist strategist that you talk to has their own definition. And I love that you loved how I put it. It's yes, like, okay, it cool. resonated. It. It's awesome. It's good. Um, but I describe branding as the DNA of your business. So it's all of those physical features, your logo, your colors, your fonts, all that pretty stuff that we see combined with the personality, which is you behind your business. And you really can't have one without the other. No. You can't function without the physical features, you can't function without your personality. So together they have this well-rounded DNA um, brand that just kind of sets the tone for whatever piece of content that you do, whether that's in person, you're speaking to somebody about your business or your brand, or it's a simple Instagram posts. They all come together to formulate a well-rounded brand. And that that's perfect. And that encompasses all of it. Cause I think everyone just thinks, Oh, they're your logo and your colors and your, yeah. your font. And like, that's it. And it's like, no, it's so much more, but you, and I can't remember what the sentence is, but you also said something about being like authentic or like, I forget what. Yeah. So we defined the term on brand here. You hear that term on brand. Yeah. We're a lot of places now, but our definition is choosing and making choices every day in every area of your life in authentic alignment with who you are. So we're not necessarily making decisions in our business based on trends that we see or based on what other people are doing because we want to try it out for ourselves. I think there's a level of that that is okay. And then we all kind of experiment a little bit, but making sure that they really truly are in alignment with what's best for us and what we really enjoy and what we truly believe in too. I love that. And that's the part that just like totally resonated with me. I'm like, oh, that's so true. Because a lot of people don't take that part into consideration. It's all like Mm -hmm. the outside forces and what it should be or shouldn't be. And yeah. Yeah. I just love it. When I started my business, perfect example is I think I was telling you this too. Um, 
I chose colors based on what was trendy at the time. Yeah. I chose a personality for my brand based on what was trendy at the time. I was literally just trying to fit in to yeah. try to just attract clients the fastest way possible. So if you looked at my brand five years ago, it was a lot of light greens, a lot of pinks fell right into that light and airy trend. While it looked nice, I wasn't opposed to it. Behind the scenes, I was struggling to create content because I didn't really love those colors. And I didn't really love the messaging that came behind it where right now I'm a little bit more, I wouldn't say abrasive is a strong word, my messaging, but I'm kind of like, this is what you have. Yeah. A little bold, perfect, perfect word. Um, where I was definitely much more reserved, like you could try this if you wanted to, but now it's like, no, 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 (laughs) if you don't do this. Um, so yeah, yeah. It's a perfect example of, of not sticking to trends. Even if we feel like you want to. I know it is hard. And so where does marketing kind of fall into the equation? So how branding and and marketing are linked? I feel like, again, you can't have one without the other. If you have no brand, you have nothing to market. If you have no marketing, nobody knows about your brand. So it's it branding, I think is kind of the start, like branding and business kind of go hand in hand too, because your brand is your business, right? We are our brands. We are our businesses. Um, so once we have that nugget, that foundation, we then can create marketing strategy around that. That is the term on brand. So making sure that those strategies we chose are again, authentic to us, fall in line with what we enjoy, what we want to try out. Um, but always coming back to that kind of bigger brand mission that we're trying to activate. That's perfect. And of course, you know, when you have a business and you're marketing, there's different you know, landing pages, there's products, there's videos, and of course the wonderful world of podcasting. And I don't know if you've seen this, but like, I've seen some podcasts where I, I look at, see the cover art and what have you. I'm like, oh, that gets my attention. Super cool. And then I go to their website and I'm like, wait, what am I in the right place? <laughs> like it's a total departure. So yeah. When you're launching a podcast, um, how closely do you need to stick to your brand? Are there any like rules of thumb or things that we should consider? So I think with a lot of, a lot of things, if, if you're launching a new program, if you're launching a new, if you're starting on a new social media platform in general, or if you are doing a new website, I think we always need to just take a look at our brands. This is something I do with my clients too. If they're looking to do a new course or a new, a new podcast, we take a look at their brand. We do a a brand audit where we do a deep Mm -hmm. dive into what is going on in your brand right now. What's going on in your business right now? How are people perceiving you and how do you want to be perceived? What message are people getting from you and what message do you want people to be getting from you? Making sure that those two are linked. And if they're not making adjustments where necessary, But then once we have and make sure that that foundation is solid, then we can go into, okay, so what do we want the messaging for our podcast to be specifically? What do we want our target audience for that podcast specifically? And and it could be slightly different. We could work in corporate with corporate clients only, Mm. and we want our podcast, we feel a call to teach other people how to get into this corporate world, not necessarily to corporate clients, right? So we want to make sure that we define that, but in terms of aesthetics and all of that kind of stuff. I think it's okay to be a little bit bolder in podcasting, but I don't think it should look, we shouldn't get to your point of saying, well, this looks like a completely different brand. We need to make sure that, and it could be as simple as fonts and as simple as photos that we've seen, excuse me, elsewhere. Sorry. 
on social media or on your website, making sure that it still does look like you and still does look like your brand. And I want to be able to look at it and say, oh yeah, I know this person. She worked with so-and-so or, oh yeah, that definitely feels aligned to everything else I've seen her put out before. Um, does I answer the question so far? Yeah, for sure. And I guess a million things going off. I know, right. There's so (laughs) many assets to it too. And so I feel like it's like, it needs to be, um, like an extension of what you already have in place. And I like what you said where like, you know, it doesn't have to be like exactly like your logo or whatever, but if it has nuances, like the same color, but the energy is a different feel or, you know, you just, you can see like that they're connected, I guess. Yeah. It's like, you can see the progression of the brand too. Like that's, you know, creating bingeable content on any platform. People get so nervous about first starting out. Well, I'm going to sound weird or my audio is not going to be great. I don't have a mic yet, blah, 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 all the things, but people love seeing that progression. And I heard this, somebody say this once about a YouTube channel, which I still, still have really yet to create, <laughs> but people love seeing if, if they're like a true fan, right. They're going to yeah. go and binge all of your videos. They're going to binge all of your podcast episodes. So if they see that you started out, okay. And then you got more great and more great and more great. They're going to just kind of appreciate that progression and that, um, enhancement. And it actually creates even more of a loyalty because they have seen you grow. Yeah. I've never thought of it that way before, Yeah, but yeah, like I have seen now that I think about it, like, you know, other entrepreneurs that I know and I'm connected with and see like, Ooh, they have a new program or they have podcasts or they have, and I'm like, good for them. Or like, Ooh, like you piques your interest and you're like, Oh, I remember what they were like five years ago. And you do have more buy-in and it's almost like you feel like you're experiencing their journey alongside them. So, and that's like a whole extension piece of branding in general is we Mm. have that capability to invite people into our mission, invite people into our brand, invite people into our values and offer them the opportunity to extend that mission, to extend that value, that whatever message we are trying to portray, we give them that opportunity to agree and then to share. And a podcasting is a perfect platform to do that. That's awesome. That's perfect. And so of course with podcasting and branding, everyone's naturally going to think, Oh, just about cover art, but like Mm -hmm. really there's like your title, your description, your focus of your podcast, your intro, your outro, like how do we, how do we weave our brand into like all of the pieces? So if you don't have a brand, like a brand Bible, so to speak, a brand handbook for your brand, I definitely recommend doing those just because say you're outsourcing your podcast creation or you're working with a team or you're just doing it by yourself. You have these constant reference points of, okay, these are the colors I've always used, or these are the colors I most frequently use. And these two are kind of on the side. I don't really use them so much. Oh, maybe I could use those for my podcast. These Mm. are the three fonts I use all the time, but this, this right here is the mission of my brand. This is the voice of my brand. This is where I want to go. So that's again, like these brand audits of just making sure you have these kind of components together. It's a perfect reference point for perfect launch pad for you to then go and say, okay, what do I want to do with the cover art? What do I want to do with my intro video? What feel mm. do I need to give it? Do I need it to be upbeat? Do I need to be a little more story serious? Do I need it to right. sound like house music? What does my brand feel <laughs> like? Yeah. 
That is so true. And that brings me to, I just remember like one of my clients that was working on a podcast launch and, um, she, I won't go into details, but her audience is like very like professional and like she wanted to use music that was like, I don't know, the Rolling Stones or something. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm like, you may like that in your personal life, but it doesn't match like your avatar, your business, your brand, yeah. your, you yeah. know what I mean? I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> and it, it, there's a thing too with corporate. If you had infused that in every other area of your brand, like if true, she true. had talked about that type of tone or that type yeah. of music, or she had that playing in her story somewhere, that's one thing. But a complete true. like 180 on an audience, you're like, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> But I appreciate the, uh, the, the The enthusiasm and the spunk. (laughs) I didn't even know she was that kind of woman. I was like, go girl. (laughs) It was too funny, but, um, but yeah, you just think, okay, what do I like? But you have to consider your brand and all those pieces. And, um, and like you said, the music, like to me, when I'm listening to a podcast, that music and that feel in the intro, like it, it sets the stage. Yeah. Like I honestly, I should be recording, re-recording my intro because I was so nervous to record it. It was like the first time I was doing anything like that. Right. And I was put off, put starting a podcast for probably a year. <laughs> I had somebody cut together music and I loved it. I'm like, all right, yeah. let's do the intro now. They set me up with all these professional mics and headphones on. Cool. It was just a little too much for me. So if you listen to the intro, I sound a little too subtle, like a little too oh, quiet where I really should be yeah. a little bit more energized and talk how I'm talking now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just like, a, that's, so that's like something just to consider, like consider the energy. So if you need to get yourself into a non-nervous situation you need to hype yes. yourself up before that, it's definitely, I, I can definitely tell, I don't know if other people can. Um, I feel like the people who are in my immediate circle listening to it probably could tell, oh, but you know, that's, rebranding a podcast if anybody's interested in that or it's thinking about that is totally something that can be done I think people get nervous about rebranding anything in general because they're nervous to stray from what they have done and the foundation they've set and how people know them but if you're feeling growth and if you're feeling that your brand doesn't match this growth that you've had in your podcast and your business and you want to do something different and you want to reflect that growth and you want other people to come on this next piece of your journey. Um, it's okay. Re- rebranding is totally okay. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad you said that because I find that even when I'm doing launches with clients, they get like, they're afraid to make a decision. Like if I do this intro, if I pick this music, like I'm locked in forever. It's like, yeah, no, man. Like if you change your mind, like two months down the road, it's not a big deal. As long as you're not yeah. changing like the whole format and the name and the cover art, like you're fine. But yeah. I've changed the branding on my podcast, like, and even the format, like, I don't know, twice, three yeah. times. And it's like, because your business grows and changes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so do you as a person. Um, so when you are rebranding, like, are there any decisions that you need to do differently or any, like any mistakes that people have made? Um, I think I'm going to keep saying it because I think it's so important. Refer back to your, your home, your brand foundation, yeah. but really take time to reflect on 
the growth or the change that whatever is not feeling right to you or whatever is, is kind of pulling you to change, really spend time reflecting on that and appreciating how far you've come Mm -hmm. and appreciating how far you've come as a podcast host. Like maybe you didn't have a mic to start, or maybe you hated your intro to start. Um, Appreciate those, celebrate those. And as you start doing it, right, you're going to then maybe you do interviews on people's podcasts, they come on yours and you'll learn. So you'll learn totally. from them what kind of mic they had. You'll learn from them what kind of format they had. So it's okay to kind of take these influences that you've learned, reflect on them, what works for you, what doesn't, but really make sure it's on brand to you and make sure yeah. whatever these changes are, are not going to then put you in a situation where you're just trying it out. And yeah. it didn't necessarily work with the podcast. I think with, with marketing and social media, it's, it's okay to kind of try things out every once in a while, but with podcasting, because it is a little bit more of a not serious platform, but it, it kind of goes the long haul, I guess you could say where it, it it's has more evergreen. Ability. It's like, yes, exactly. Yeah. So we want to just make sure. So don't, don't rush it. Don't rush the rebrand. I think that's mm. my, my biggest tip is don't that's rush it. Advice. And I think in the beginning too, we personally, I was a little shy to kind of share it and get opinions on cover art or whatnot. So I didn't really do that as much. And that is something that I will definitely do more of when I rebrand the podcast is share it, get opinions, share it, do a couple of intros, do a couple of different Mm -hmm. energy intros, um, and just really make sure it's aligned with the future of the conversations that I want to be having. Ooh, I like that. Well put. Um, and yeah, it's funny you say that because I tell like my clients, I'm like, you know, share the podcast art on social, like, plus you're creating buzz, right? Like, and you're creating buy-in for the podcast for when you do launch it. But even for mine, I was in some podcasting groups and I shared a bunch of images and titles and I got some feedback and I was like, Ooh, good point. Like I, things that you just don't think about because you're so in your own little zone. Totally. And it made me change a couple of things. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm so glad I did that. That's great yeah. advice. It's really smart. It can be, it can be scary to share it, but that's the other thing I know. about entrepreneurship too, right? We, the more and more we spend time in it and the more and more we grow in it, we almost like don't really care about sharing. It's like, yeah, Jimmy, give me your feedback. Like, yeah, it might hurt my feelings a little bit, but I'm good. Yeah. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> and people are nice. It's not like people yeah. are mean. <laughs> yeah. Have faith in people. Totally. <laughs> So you talked about this brand um, guideline, brand document, whatever you want to call it. Um, can you share a few things that should be on your brand document? Even because if you, some people just have no idea what it is. Yeah. Well, think about, well, I guess we shouldn't think about the term DNA because we're not going to have like, you know, crazy sciencey stuff in there, <laughs> but think about it as like a, like a house foundation. Like, what do you need to build upon your brand? So that first thing, the, the first groupings of things is, really that physical stuff, like the, what does your logo look like? What's your colors look like? What are the hex codes? I want to be able to take this document as as a designer, give it to a website designer and give it to a podcast creator and say, okay, here's everything you need to know about my business Mm -hmm. and my brand, create something out of it. Um, So beyond that physical stuff and even go down to having patterns and textures in there or mood boards in there so that somebody can look at it and say, Oh, okay. So I'm not really a marble fan, but this is the, the overall feel. So if you were to touch, mm-hmm. if you were to give your brand a hug, what smell am I experiencing? What taste am I experiencing? What 
actual touch am I, am I experiencing? How does it, how does it make me feel if I were yeah. to pick up your brand? So that's all those physical features. So whatever way you feel best to communicate that in addition to the logos, fonts, colors, um, mood boards are a great way to communicate those overall feels and not mm. just one, do multiple. And you can do, um, something I do mood boards for different programs. So, you know, I'll have in this brand guide, um, I'll talk about your different services and what they offer and who you're targeting, but I'll also create a mood board specifically for that service because they'll all be the same and all be the same feel, but say you have one group of a group of services specifically targeted towards baby entrepreneurs, right? Like new right. entrepreneurs and your next one, your higher level package is for the, um, more experienced. So those mood boards are going to be slightly different. True. What they're searching on Google, searching on Google is going to be slightly different. So we just want to make sure that whoever is looking at it, when you hire a new team, or again, you're just referring to it for whatever you're launching, you can always see that progression that, or those offerings that your own brand has. Um, and besides that, definitely, definitely, definitely like your, why, why are you starting to brand your business? Um, and that'll change too. And, you know, once you're a year in or two years in, or you sit down to do your, your yearly planning, whatever it is, um, go back, take a look at it, re-inspire yourself and add a paragraph of what you, why you're continuing, why you're going to the next year. So again, anybody who can see that is keeping up with, with your progression as a entrepreneur, um, and definitely share about the mission. So your three to five year plan doesn't need to be bolded 75 points. It just needs to be what, what's that kind of overall mission that you're looking to invite mm-hmm. people into with you. I think those are the most important parts yeah. of, of having that brand guide for sure. That's perfect. And I've never really thought about like the energy and the feel of your business. Um, yeah. Cause I always think like all the concrete stuff, but that makes total sense because you, it, it's an emotional experience that you have with the buyers and your prospects and you want them to feel a certain way about you and the work that you do and, and your, your goals and all that kind of good stuff. So that makes yeah. total sense. Sure. Now you talk about binge worthy brand. What do you mean by that? So think about your favorite books, your favorite podcasts, your favorite Mm. TV shows, your favorite movie trilogies. What is it about it that keeps us binging it? So that term binge is we are becoming so obsessed with it. We're so engrossed with the information. Mm. We're so engrossed with the story that we want to watch it immediately. We want to watch it over and over and over again. I can't even tell you the last time I started a new cable show because I can't handle waiting a week for a new episode. <laughs> I just can't do it. So, awesome. you know, it's, it, uh, so when we think about our own brands and our own podcasts, we want to add this storytelling element to it or this mm-hmm. engaging element, this super, you know, we're involved so much that we want to keep coming back over and over and over again. And if they have 10 episodes out, by the time we actually discover the podcast, we're listening to all of them in the first week Mm. or the first day, if we can. Um, So creating something bingeable is just, if you can figure out a way to add in that well-rounded DNA brand of both the personal side and the business side, that's, I think, going to be the difference between something that's 
um, okay and something that's mm. bingeable. But that I, I realize that that is my personal opinion and not everybody feels comfortable adding that personal brand into the personal yeah. side into your overall brand. So I think just you know, telling or even having a storytelling voice when you're sharing business tips and you're sharing, you know, this content mm-hmm. that you're so passionate about can be the complete difference between somebody swiping through and not subscribing and somebody yeah. subscribing and, and leaving, you know, a comment or two. That's so true. And as you're saying all of this, I'm thinking about like what my habits are and what I like to look at and watch. And there's certain websites where I'm like, Ooh, like I just, love it for whatever reason and the personality and the person and I like check everything out. And to me, it's like your Instagram page is totally binge worthy. Like <laughs> I you. love all your pictures and your videos. Like you're so good. And what like your personality and being authentic and bringing that out in your brand, I think to me anyways, definitely makes it binge worthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody finds their groove with that, right? Like if you scroll back and look at my Instagram, it's definitely aesthetically formatted. It's definitely follows a theme. And now it really doesn't follow so much of a theme. Mm. I'm relying way more on me, my personality and this love of storytelling that I have. Yeah. So yeah, I'm playing with like real trends and I'm playing with video trends and stuff like that, but I'm doing it in my own way. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why somebody like you may find my account, you know, binge worthy is because it's not, it doesn't necessarily fit the mold. And that's in itself why it's kind yeah. of stands out. I know. And I, there's probably a lot of other entrepreneurs out there as well but I have a hard time like pulling my personality and my, I'm good here, like doing an interview yeah. and talking to someone or being on stage or whatever. But when it comes to my social or like making videos, I hate making videos, hate it. Um, I have a hard time or I just like forget about it. Like it's a nice to have and not a need to have. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a need to have, but it is hard for some people to do that. Well, and here's something I always share. If you are looking to add a little bit more of the personality, let's take your podcast, for example, and you wanted to share some quick personal tidbits, something that somebody can relate to, or just again, round it out a little Mm. bit, add a little bit, something extra to it. Think about three things you could talk to a total stranger about. So for me, that's TV, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, traveling, coffee, A lot of fourth thing is if you look at my Instagram, there's a whole highlight reel of stuff I get my mom into and just conversations I have with her or just me poking fun at her because yeah. my audience loves it. Um, not in a bad way. Love her. So those are three to four things that I could talk to a total stranger about, or I could talk forever about, I, or I could share of, or what right. blends of coffee I like, or where I'm traveling to next, or where I dream of traveling, or what I'm watching on TV. If we invite these people, if we're talking about these three topics in our, in our podcast, they're things that we won't get nervous about talking because Mm -hmm. they're things that we love and they're things we're passionate about. And they're most likely things that our audience can relate to on some level. So we're, if I get on my podcast, say, oh my gosh, guys, did you watch last week's episode of Grey's Anatomy? I can't believe that happened. (laughs) You know, tell me what you thought. DM me, please, because I need to talk to somebody about this because everyone I know has stopped watching it yet. It's 18 years and here I am still watching it. (laughs) You know, just kind of do a quick little ramble and then 
go right into your episode. Doesn't have to be long. Doesn't have to be a whole life update. Doesn't have to be yeah. anything too complicated. But just that small tidbit of personal mm. information adds a, another layer of relatability to your brand and to your podcast. I love that. You just changed yeah. my week. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. That's super helpful. See, yeah. and this is why I interview awesome people because then I gain. <laughs> And then everyone else benefits as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And I know I, I just want you to quickly, before we go share um, that you do the brand audit and I know you've got like a brand rescue, Yeah, which I think is brilliant. So the brand rescue is currently closed for um, open enrollment. We're going mm. to start rolling enrollment once we have all of the episodes filmed. So the brand rescue is a innovative program that it runs as a course, as a guided course. Oh, cool. So I will work with you as you work through the modules, but pulling in my love for TV, instead of you just sitting down, sitting in front of the computer, watching me talk about a certain subject for 20 minutes and then doing a workbook. Um, I actually have filmed all of the lessons as a fake reality TV show. And I play it out in these two, Aren't two you characters. Creative. Listen, it took, it, it was a little bit, took on a little too much there, but we're going to finish <laughs> it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, just as a different way to, yeah, to that's awesome. content and to engage learners. Um, so that's one thing. So definitely look out for that coming. They'll probably wrap up in September this round, and then we'll open rolling enrollment for anybody who just kind of wants to do it on their own. But yeah, brand audits, uh, now is the perfect time for that. We're kind of doing a spring sale right now. Brand Sweet. audits, it's really just an opportunity for, like you were saying, when we're so close to something, when we're so close to our podcast, mm -hmm. we're so close to our brands and our business, we sometimes miss things. Or if we're feeling not in love with our brand and our business, or we're looking to launch a new program, looking to launch the podcast, but we just don't know what message we want to do, yeah. having a, somebody come in, take a holistic look, an overview look, a bird's eye view of your brand and business as a whole, what message you're communicating. And you tell me what message you actually want to be communicating. We can make sure that all of the elements of your brand are aligning that way, fix anything that we need to be fixing and then help you launch whatever you're launching next. Perfect. And yeah, like honestly, brand will, if you dial in your brand and your messaging, it's like, it's so much easier to attract the client that you want, which yeah. makes a huge difference to your business. Absolutely. And if you don't have that brand guide or brand Bible, we set you up with that. Perfect. So you have that for yeah. life and just all you have to do is keep yeah. adding to it when you make changes. It's a living document. That's for sure. It's a living document. <laughs> <laughs> your brand is a living, breathing thing. <laughs> yes. Well, it's DNA. So it must be. Exactly. <laughs> so what, uh, how can people learn more about you or do you have any resources that you want to share or yeah, yeah you've got uh, the floor. You I want people to get a hold of you. Find me. I'm pretty much everywhere now. Um, on Instagram, most frequently, yeah. Daniel underscore Marquesi. Um, trying to get more consistent on TikTok, so you'll see a lot of the same content and reels over on TikTok. We're trying it. We're gonna see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on Pinterest. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, my website has a lot of more information about those brand audits and whatnot, and I will send you, I have to just verify that it's spring 22, but there is a code, a discount code for savings on brand audits. If anybody is interested in Perfect. that as well. Yeah. I'll stick that on and definitely listen to the brand theory podcast. Yeah, guys, that, especially Lindsay's episode. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the link in the show notes. <laughs> 
Awesome. I always love chatting with you. You have such great energy and uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just uh, keep binging you on uh, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much for having awesome. me. Thanks, Danielle. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.